You are listening to the audio preaching podcast of Cornerstone Baptist Church in Fallbrook, California, pastored by James Christensen. Though located in the heart of Southern California, you will hear powerful, relevant, and life-changing preaching from the Word of God. Pastor Christensen believes that every Christian can reach their potential for the Lord. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message.
Good job, ladies. That was a blessing, wasn't it? Amen. What's that song talking about? It's sharing the gospel and helping people know about the truth. And so I uh, had a good crowd out soul winning yesterday. That was a blessing. And just one life at a time, one track at a time. Amen. And uh, if you can't make it out on Saturday, try to grab a couple of stacks and, you know, just maybe make it your goal. Lord, help me get five of these tracks out this week, you know, and uh, everybody can do that, right? And so uh, maybe just try to grab that in the busyness of life and work and things like that. It's been a good day in church, hasn't it? <clears throat> Boy, I really enjoyed this morning and uh, being able to have some of our friends uh, from another uh, church that's a friend of our churches, uh, and so uh, glad to spend some time with them and I uh, had, uh, a, uh, you know, just some fellowship over lunch and things like that, and that was, that was just tremendous. I love having friends in the ministry, and uh, just other people love the Lord, and we have things common because of the gospel. And uh, all right, well, take your Bibles tonight, Acts chapter number four. Acts chapter number four, we're in exciting days, and <clears throat> we're uh, anticipating and seeing what God's going to do, uh, and uh, growing our church, and uh, building our church, building our own lives too, amen? And don't forget that God's interested in building us as He is also uh, bringing in more people, filling in the seats and purchasing buildings and um, reorganizing, restructuring, advancing. Uh, but in the midst of all of that busyness uh, and good things in the church, God's interested in helping us get closer to Him, amen? And uh, so let's not miss out on that. Also wanted to say thanks, church, uh, for being faithful, and thanks for believing in the church, uh, not losing your your mind or your focus because of uh, the past and different uh, things of culture and all that, and uh, but uh, making church a priority, not only in attendance, but also in tithes and uh, fellowship, and just making the Lord important. When, when we make the Lord important, uh, everything falls in line the way we're supposed to, amen? And uh, so, uh, all right, well, let's look at Acts chapter number four and uh, verse number one. Let's all stand together now. Uh, as we've been studying the uh, book of Acts, we found kind of a common thread that there's the power of God. We were studying that. The Holy Spirit had given power. Uh, also, the church family had prayed. And so uh, there's the preaching of Peter. You remember that? And uh, tonight, I want to look for a few moments in persecution. And uh, nobody likes persecution. I don't, you don't. Uh, we don't appreciate it. It's not something we uh, sign up and, and say, hey, persecute me. You know, uh, we really rather go without it. But it is a guarantee as a Christian. You know, not everybody's going to want a gospel track. Uh, not everybody's going to be proud of you for going to church today. Uh, not, not everybody uh, will, you know, be jumping up and down with joy and thankfulness that you're a Christian. You know, there's going to be a persecution uh, at times. And uh, so look what the Bible says in Acts chapter 4 and verse number 1. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees, okay, who were the Sadducees? We'll look at those in, in just a minute. Came upon them. Who came upon them? Priests, they were no good. Captain of the temple, he was no good. And the Sadducees, they were no good either. Being grieved that they taught the people. Being grieved. You know, every town would much rather have a gang member's car wash than to have a local church. 
And it's not anything that I want to go fight them. As, as I drove by, uh, they were whistling, hey, they wanted to wash our car. And uh, I kind of looked by and I said, hey, you know, uh, I, I don't want to have any enemies, uh, but, I, you know, I'm not going to go wash cars on, on Sundays. We need to be in church, getting closer to the Lord, right? And uh, the community is not excited about that is the point. And they weren't back then either. So let's go ahead and pray together and we'll, uh, I just want to look at three verses tonight, something very simple and uh, try to um, uh, get out of my excuse. I look different tonight than I, do, uh, than I did this morning. And uh, why? Uh, because I had a prophetic comment given to me by Brother Vickers. I just wish he would have just kept his mouth shut. And I'm going back. He says, oh, pastor, is this going to be the no tie message part two tonight? And I was like, I was like, whatever, dude. I go back to my, my office. I said, well, I'll show him. And I go, Brother Ryan, where's my tie? And he says, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I got one, though. I said, no, no, where's my tie from this morning? Well, I love Sunday afternoon naps, and I wake up a total derelict, and it's, it's on my the corner of my bed. It's my tie from this morning. And so I'm proud of myself, and I had one in my drawer, and I pull it out, and I told Brother Ryan, I said, Angie's going to call me out on this. And uh, he said, no, nah, she won't. I says, oh, yeah, she will. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, um, so, so we, we made a bet and a wager, and uh, I know you're not supposed to do that, but we do it all the time. And <clears throat> so I said, Red Bulls all day tomorrow uh, if, if she says something. He says, she ain't going to say nothing. And so she walks in the office. I'm finishing it up. I said, Angie, is my tie done just right? He said, you let her into that. She said, what tie is that? I go, oh, it's the, uh, she said, that doesn't match me tonight. So anyways, <clears throat> here's the thing about our church. You'll, I'll never fall into sin more than a couple of days because you'll know about it, okay? And uh, so we're always going to be backing, uh, uh, we're throwing our sin back and forth with each other like a football. So anyways, pray for me. Brother Vickers almost had me tonight, didn't he? But I'm not going to fall for second place. I'm going to be the winner, amen? But uh, all right, let's pray. Lord, thank you for the Sunday today. Thank you for a, just a good morning, how uh, you gave us safety and protection and good camaraderie. And Lord, we want to have a good spirit here. And we don't want to focus on things that are out of our control, but uh, we do want to do our best for you and for each other. And I love our church. It's the best place that uh, Angie and I and our kids could ever be. And uh, we just love it here. We're thankful for you. We're thankful for your people. I pray that you just help us tonight, guide us, grow us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. <clears throat> well, uh, Acts chapter 4. I had a businessman tell me one time that leaders carry a pen. And uh, leaders carry a pen. All right. And uh, <clears throat> no, no, wannabes carry as many as she does. But um, if you need a case for all your pens, you have a problem, all right? But uh, leaders carry pens, okay? But uh, uh, anyways, I, I guess pastors are supposed to have an extra tie in the drawer. And so just in case they're dumb and uh, forget some things in the afternoon. So, but uh, look here in verse number two, being grieved that they taught the people. You know, the, the, the disciples and the apostles, they were just preaching the word of God. And they weren't shoving anything down anybody's throat. They weren't being forceful or lordly, if you will. They were just giving people the grace of God. Amen? Aren't you glad somebody gave you the grace of God? 
And uh, boy, where would we be if we didn't have the Lord and the gospel in our heart? Can you imagine how messed up we'd be? And it says here, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus. So that's what they were grieved about. Hey, hey, be, be a life coach. Be a health coach. You know, talk to us about vitamins and, and, and jogathons and talk to us about, you know, a new website or starting a business, but don't talk to us about Jesus, you know? And that was, that was just the issue and the problem. And they preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And what happened? And they laid hands on them. There were more than they could handle, and they trapped them, grabbed them, and they got them thrown into jail and put them in a hold <clears throat> unto the next day. And uh, can you imagine that? Why? Because back in this culture, the majority of the people, whatever they, the majority agreed on, that was law. And, and that was, was why, you know, uh, 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 Pontius and all that didn't want to, you know, he just, I'm scared of the people, fear the people, you know, he just, just uh, you know, the judges, they, they give in to the people. And so the people had the authority to say, hey, man, you're, you're driving us nuts. And they, the, who put them in, in, in uh, like a little closet and shoved them in there and locked the door? It was the priest and the, uh, what does it say? The captain of the temple and the Sadducees. They, it was persecution from within. It was religious persecution. It was relationship persecution because of religion. And uh, the Bible says here, for it was now eventide. It was, it was time to wrap everything up. And, and uh, uh, here they put them in, in a, uh, 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 I don't know, it was a storage container or a closet or I don't know how they did it, but they grabbed them, they locked them up, all just for telling people about Christ. And as we study the book of Acts, we recognize that yes, there was power and yes, there was uh, prayer and we obviously have to have uh, prayer without prayer. You know, uh, I know our church can do, can do more prayer meetings and uh, our church, actually, we need to have some prayer meetings leading up into missions conference and uh, before we hear preaching, we got to be prayed up, amen? amen. And uh, so they had prayer, they had power, they had preaching, uh, but if we're going to have all of those really awesome, wonderful things, don't forget that the caveat to that is there's going to be persecution. And, uh, you know, 13 years of ministry here in Fallbrook, uh, we, we, we're not obtaining these buildings across the street without persecution. And we always have had persecution in some way. I mean, really, Satan tried to give a little bit of that this morning. Car wash, car wash, car wash. Yeah, I guess I do that pretty good. And uh, so, um, but, but the point is, is that, you know, if we're, if we're not really listening to what's going on in the room, we're, Satan's going to draw us into something else to, to, to have a distraction and things like that. And often we want the power and the results of God's authority on our life, but we dodge the persecution, and that's natural. I mean, none of us are going to be like, okay, Lord, persecute me this week so that I can, you know, take one for the team. But, but we have to understand that uh, there's no victory without trials, right? And there's no, there's no um, reward uh, or climbing up to the higher mountain without first going down deep into the valleys. And uh, so here they were uh, being dealt with by the priests, the captain of the temple, the Sadducees, and Peter and John here were preaching ab about Jesus, and they were in the temple. You know, it's interesting. Peter and John <clears throat> obviously knew that who needed the truth at that moment was those that were religious. You know, not everybody that 
is religious has Jesus. And, and we're not, you know, self-licensed to go figure out and decide who has Jesus and who doesn't. But we just got to share the gospel constantly and let that overshadow and sprinkle over uh, where God has called us to be. And they certainly did not approve of the gospel message being preached to them or to anybody else. And uh, be reminded quickly that religion is often our number one enemy over any darkness in this world. Uh, the people who have told me off in Fallbrook when I knocked on their door were so-called religious people that go to another church. Those are the worst ones to run into. They're not happy you're on their street. Now, they didn't tell their neighbor, but they don't want you to tell their neighbor about the gospel. And uh, so, so it can be a very sensitive, touchy topic, but we're still to be nice and have a good spirit anyway, and we just go to the next door, you know, and uh, hopes that somebody else would be willing to receive the gospel. But the Pharisees were there because of where Peter was preaching, and the Sadducees were present because of what preach, uh, Peter was preaching. You know, don't forget the Sadducees, they were the wealthy people, you know, they were the influential ones. The Sadducees, they didn't believe in the resurrection, right? And, but they were, they were leaders in their own right. And uh, they, they were influential, helping create, uh, you know, the, the culture and the environment of, um, of strategy. And uh, they had a lot of pull. They had a lot of wealth. And uh, uh, they had led that nation at that time into the rejection of Christ. They really did. Uh, so the Pharisees were the immediate rejection of Jesus. The Sadducees seemed to be the follow-up rejection of Jesus, you know, and uh, making sure that post-Calvary um, uh, 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 and uh, the ascension of Christ back into to, uh, heaven and all that, that they were going to follow up and make sure that nobody ever believed in that stuff, you know. And uh, so they, 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 were, they preached themselves uh, anti or against Christ. So, which in our culture, we have all kinds of anti-Christ preaching, you know? And uh, uh, matter of fact, what's going on in our schools these days and what's going on in, in our uh, culture and, and different things, I mean, um, I, I, obviously there's a lot of problems in California, but I'm not going to be somebody who just bashes California, I'm going to tell you that right now. Well, why? Because you're here, you may not have been born here, but you're living here, you're part of it. And, and so we got to add value to it for the gospel's sake, but we're not add Sadducee gasoline to the fire and be influential in a negative wrong way. Does that make sense? And uh, we don't back the, the issues. You know, we were dropping my daughter off at Oklahoma City, and there is more pothouses in Oklahoma City than there are ever that I've seen in, in San Diego. Wow. Ever, without a doubt. I'm talking strip joints, bad places, I mean, because it's right off the 40 freeway, you know, things like that. I mean, there's a lot of bad, nasty stuff, homeless. Just, I mean, it's just like, so, you know, I mean, Oklahoma is no different than California. And if I had a chance to tell them that, I will. I will. And uh, just remind you, hey, I know you think we're jacked up. So are you guys, okay? And uh, so, but, but here's the point. The point is people need the Lord no matter where we're at, okay? So it's an unprofitable battle. It's like, man, hey. Everybody ought to move to Texas. You know, now Texas is, 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 is a cool place. It's got a lot of awesome stuff. But I'm not called to Texas. 
And, uh, <clears throat> uh, but, but, but here's the point. I'm not called to Louisiana or, or uh, Virginia or wherever, you know, there's, there's other great, awesome churches, Illinois, Ohio, uh, Michigan, places where there's lots and lots of churches all around. But don't make fun of California like, like, like they all don't need the gospel here because they're messed up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if somebody doesn't want to come, then, then, then get somebody here who will come, you know? And, and also, I just don't have very much respect for somebody who came to California to plant a church and left. I, I, I just don't have a lot of respect for that. Why? Because it's not just a little lifestyle, go surfing with the bros, and you bounce a few years later. If you're going if, if to be called of God and then tell people you are and collect money from hardworking earned people, then come and stay a lifetime. That's just kind of the way I look at it. And why? Because you're not going to see anything built less than a lifetime. (laughs) Really how it comes down to. If you know anything about the county, nothing gets built in less than a lifetime. (laughs) So praise the Lord for that. Don't get me on that. It's going to make me mad. But there was a sudden interruption, and I want to I switch gears here without uh, being too lengthy, that the captain of the temple was an important Jewish official. And, and, and this captain of the temple interacted with uh, the city and the, the government along with the religious. And so it was this very, uh, we could maybe, maybe um, you know, uh, kind of connect that with with maybe Catholicism or something like that, where there's so much political movement in the city and there's influence from that, that captain of the temple. But then he also walks in and, and pretends a spirituality and he's running two sides of that face right there uh, for the benefit of the wealth of that particular um, group or culture. And uh, so it, it's not of the Lord is the point. Uh, so that's why Peter and John were like, well, let's go in there and tell them about Jesus. <laughs> you know, they, they, they profess to know him, but any of their product coming out, they don't know him. And the one speaking about him doesn't know him either. So let's go in there and tell everybody about the temple. And he'll hear us. And evidently that's what happened. He was in the office, <laughs> right? And uh, came out, what's going on? You know, and uh, there was this immediate rejection. And the Sadducees, you know, they were aristocratic. And <clears throat> they were entrepreneurial, and, and, and they, they interacted with society, and they built, uh, you know, uh, companies, and, and um, uh, the, 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 the framing of the culture in a particular direction, and they rejected Jesus Christ, I'll tell you that. And so, uh, here, they all got together, and they wanted these guys' mouths shut, you know? You know, whenever our church is pleasing the Lord and trying to lift up the name of Christ appropriately with a good attitude, trying to reach more people, you know, that, that need encouragement, that need the truth. Um, there, there's always going to be the devil and other people trying to stop that. And uh, so the Bible tells us clearly throughout the pages of scriptures that we're just to keep going. Amen. And uh, let God build his church, let God build his people and uh, the, the, the sadness, if you will, of this interruption is that it's always tragic when men reject Christ. And whenever there's this, 
this uh, stopping or this rejection. Uh, COVID-19 shut a lot of things down. And there was this uh, uh, numbing and dimming of the gospel, the voice being projected out. And uh, Satan's always had these kinds of, of uh, things in the works to quiet and hinder the gospel. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Satan's number one enemy. Yes. He is. Right. He's always talking to God. About, you know, one of these days, we're going to see how Satan speaks to God and how Jesus is standing there. You just, you just wonder, and it's not in scriptures, I can't tell, uh, we, we don't know for sure, but I just wonder if, as Jesus is on the right hand of the Father, if when Satan comes, Jesus is on looking at Satan, but Satan maybe never looks at Jesus. Yeah. He just, he just kind of, you know, that other guy next to you. You know, you, know, you know, the fake and phony that pretends to be you. You don't know what goes on in heaven. And uh, how, how the attack of Jesus Christ. Why? Because Satan didn't want to be as gods. He wanted to be God. And the attack on the honesty and integrity of Satan was the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus authenticated God and exposed who Satan really is. And uh, the Bible tells us that uh, this, this, this interruption, if you will, look at verse number 13, or rather verse number three, and they laid hands on them so it stopped the gospel and put them in hold, well, it hindered it for a moment, unto the next day. So they could have gotten a lot done, but here's the deal. Sometimes when we're trekking along with the Lord, we're going to have a hindrance. We're going to have an attack. We're going to have an interruption on momentum, on direction, on, on walking with the Lord. Everything was going good until, you know, and, uh, you know, just imagine the anger the religious leaders felt when they saw the people focusing uh, on uh, those, those fishermen and, and the fact that, you know, here it is, our, our theme, casting the net. And all of a sudden, these guys pull it all out. It's all, can you imagine their nets were breaking? All they did is talk about Jesus because of the shoreline. It's like, oh, man, this is the Lord. He's standing right here. I can't, can't say it was us. It was him, you know? And all throughout scriptures, God always promoted uh, and gave a promotion when man promoted Jesus. You want a promotion in your life? Promote Jesus Christ. Amen. Say, I'm not going to work on Sundays. God will promote you. Say, no, I'm gonna, I, I need to take a couple of days, days you know, for my family, and we're going to get re-strengthened. We're going to go to missions conference. I don't want anything to go, you know, get in the way of that. And you say no to this and this and this and this. Just lift up Jesus. He'll lift up you. And, uh, you know, you can expect some interruptions uh, all the time when we preach the gospel. We can also expect some interruptions when we're faithful and when we're just striving to try to do what is right. Thank you for listening to this preaching podcast from Cornerstone Baptist Church. We hope that you were encouraged. For more information about our ministry, you can find us online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.